Welcome, everybody, to the Awake and Sober podcast, a podcast about life and recovery through Christ. First of all, we want to say, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And we also want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Tactile Turn. Do not forget, if you want your own pen, we all use them. Go to tactileturn.com, enter Sober15, and you'll get 15% off. He ain't wrong, though, is he? (laughs) That's why I did it. Right See, he there. ain't wrong, man. He ain't wrong. We all use him. Oh, my gosh. That's why I did it. I told you. That's why I did it. My name is Mike Fowler, everybody. <laughs> Uh-oh. Welcome to the Awakened Super Podcast. Big Germ's got a podcast. Really have a good, so he, he's back one week out of, out of what, six? Hey, I, I called in the other day. You did call in, and I'm really happy you did. That was cool. That was kind of cool. I'm glad we did that. Yeah. Yeah, I just <laughs> wish we can spend some time figuring out now the FM, now that we got all this figured out, now, <laughs> right. now let's dive yeah. in and figure out Riverside FM. Yeah, right. Ooh, that so was good. We could do it. That was nice. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Man, fabulous. Did you say that we're, we're, what we're going to talk about today? Today we're going to be talking about, and it is the beginning of a brand new year. Oh, so we're oh, going to be talking yes. about, uh, we're going to go into our series that we were um, hinting at last week. It's going to be, we're going to go through steps, one through 12, one a month. And we are going to be starting today with step one. That's a good place to start. Man. That, good as any. Why can't we start at step 12? Man, we could two-step it. If you want. Ooh, I like two-step it. One to 12? Yeah. All right. A lot of people do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I know whenever I first started recovery, I said, man, if I knew what I, if I knew what I know now at the beginning, I probably wouldn't have been sober for very long. You know, because we want to skip to the, at least to the eighth or ninth step. We don't want to do the work for it, but we want to at least do those and then get it over with. In some way, shape, or form, though, you you kind of start the 12-step work without doing the 12-step when you're new to sobriety, right? Yeah. Like that pink cloud, it's like I'm on fire for sobriety and I'm mm-hmm. telling everybody about it. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like, it's not a legit step 12, but. But it's, a, it's part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, without a doubt, it's part of it. Mm-hmm. But just go to step 12 and then forget about everything else before it. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. We can't do either. That don't work. I've tried uh, it. Making it's amends, fun. I don't need to do that. They know I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are those? Yeah. <laughs> so, step one. Sorry. Yeah, okay step there? one. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun today. Yeah. Well, how are you doing, Shane? Man, I'm doing pretty pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. That's good. I don't know how else to say it, but pretty darn good. Got a little Canadian in there. Um, eh? Yeah. Pretty darn good. Yeah. good. Yeah. If you're listening to Canada. Canada. What's Can- that? Canada. You're listening to Canada. <laughs> I like hockey. Hey. Hockey. I hockey. like me some hockey. Yeah. Fold your chiclets back. Okay. Eh? Anyway, so you're doing darn good. That's good. <laughs> I'm doing darn good. Got to play some left-handed pickleball today, so it made me happy. Um, you know, because I can't really use that right arm as well as I would like, so I just switched to left for now. Yeah, I stayed on my feet the entire time, so that was a plus. Yeah, I didn't take out a fence with my nose hmm. at all. Yeah, just so everybody sees that right there. Yeah, Got you know the war wound don't look as bad as. What it looked on the day of. The of day course. of it was pretty bad. Yeah. Would you have like a whole, like a, a palm? It, it wouldn't like stop bleeding. You had a palm it was a, band-aid like, on your face. Yeah. Fortunately, 
Shane comes prepared for the apocalypse. So, yeah. so there was towels. Hey, what kind of towel do you want? Yeah, I mean, oh, you want microfiber? Do you want 100% cotton? Yeah. Egyptian cotton? Silk? What do you want? I do have it all. <laughs> I yeah, do you have just it never all. Know. But here's what's funny, man. I went back there today, played on the same court, and germ skin was still there on the court. A week later. Yep. Yeah. I mean, not, <laughs> right. not bad at all. No. It tells me how well they clean those courts when I see them out with the Zamboni. <laughs> yeah. You missed a spot. On the pickleball court. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's pretty wild. But how are you, big germ, since um, no walker, no nothing today? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's good. You know what? I'm kind of in the next, uh, I don't know, 14-ish hours. I'm going to be really relieved once the sale of the house goes through. Um, I'm already feeling that weight being lifted, like knowing that I'll actually be able to come back now and be on the podcast regularly again. Just kind of settling down and, and getting into the new house. Um, so, yeah. And I had a first today, and you did too, Mike. Peanut butter on a jalapeno cheddar dog. Yeah. So I got to know, what did you think of it? I liked it, but I think it can be improved upon. So so just to give you guys an idea, it's a jalapeno cheddar hot dog and peanut butter peanut butter slathered on the bun. Oh, yeah. It was really good. I'd do it again. I would do it again for and sure. So next time I want more jalapeno in the dog, though. That, that I think that could have helped. Yeah, that didn't helped. have a whole lot of jalapeno in no. it. It was pretty disappointing. Um, but you could get to one even from QT. The one from QT tastes pretty fire on that. Mm-hmm. I, bet I you bring them home and I, I put the peanut butter on. So that started for me back in when I was still in active addiction, but the the stoner side of things, and we were broke, and I was tired of ketchup, and all I had was to eat was hot dogs at the moment. And I'm like, you know what? Peanut butter. I love peanut butter. And that's what I that's where it started. There it, you go. That has kept <laughs> all the way through till today. <laughs> one thing stuck. <laughs> From the age of 17 to now, that's the one thing that I've stayed a constant. Peanut butter on all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Michael, how are you? Um doing actually I'm doing pretty well. I mean I'm I'm doing good. Um got to hang out with uh with my girlfriend's kids over the weekend, and it was so awesome. Um, it was definitely trying, uh, the three-year-old, she was, she's a three-nager. So she was, it was no, this, no, that, no, this, no, that she was saying no to everything. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm journaling about it and I'm like, it was a success. It was a good test, but it was a success because we got through it together. Mm. So, uh, looking forward to more of that. Um, went to church this past Sunday. Haven't been in a while. Uh, went to Grace Church, um, and it was an it was an incredibly spiritual experience. Um, the pastor was talking about you know loss over the years, and and just over twenty twenty three, and you know my uncle passed away, um, and I just a, a, a profound sense of peace came over me, and I actually started tearing up, and it was it was a very very beautiful thing, um, and I'm looking forward to to going back. Yeah, uh, we're gonna try the bridge this week, and you know we're. Still shopping, but man, it's good to be back, surrounded by, surrounded by joy, you know, joy, and and just, you know, people are happy to see you just for the fact that you're there, mm-hmm. you know, not. Yeah, I was gonna tell you, you better be careful because if you go back, your spirit's probably gonna catch you, and then you're never gonna not not go back. 
which is fine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in my. Just be cautious. It, I mean, that spirit's going to get you. No, I believe. <laughs> spirit is going to get you. Spirit is going to get you today. It's just the Holy Spirit today. Uh, isn't that special? <laughs> you said something I've never heard before, a three-nager. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I raised, I don't know, 20, 30 kids by now, and I've never heard that term before. <laughs> Hey, you learn something new every day. Yeah. It gets worse when they're actual teenagers. Yes, yeah. yes it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because they tell you no in a whole different, yeah. <laughs> a whole different way. Suck. Can't wait for Trust that. Maybe we got our whole... work cut out for us. <laughs> Man, is it a pain. So, step one. Admitted we were powerless over alcohol or our addiction and our lives were unmanageable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compulsive behaviors. Mm. Because we do any hurt, habit, or hang-up. So, I mean, a lot of it is just going to be compulsive behaviors um, and that our lives are be, have become unmanageable. How manageable was your life? Uh, how manageable was it or how manageable did I think it was? Do both. Both. Because <laughs> Try both. I was going to say. Because I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Because I thought I was managing my life just fine. I bet you did. But when you actually sober up and look at it, I, I mean, everything in my life was unmanageable. My job, my emotions, my <laughs> relationships, my bills. Like, and here I am thinking I have it all together, and I, I, it, I didn't, I didn't have anything. Yeah, it's that is crazy. How about you? How, I mean, were you the same oh, boat? I mean, yeah. Our our stories, it's kind of crazy how similar they are. But like. I think anybody who has any sense of like a, a conscience, when you go into recovery, you kind of get that like realization, like, Oh my goodness, it was not okay. You know? Um, I, I, same thing. I thought it was unmanageable, but at the very end, I knew it was unmanageable and I just couldn't get out of it. So you thought it was manageable up until, up until, you know, the last probably, I would say like, two to three months. And I, it was just that cycle. I could not get out of, um, yeah. Finances, uh, relationships, work. It was, it, it was chaos, man. It really was. So you didn't realize how unmanageable it was till you got sober though. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would agree with Mike. It, when I knew that I had a problem, when I recognized I had a problem and I was finally able to admit it, I knew that I wasn't, I, I, I couldn't get it figured out. And I knew if I kept drinking, I was going to kill myself. And I didn't want to die, but I didn't want to live kind of deal. Yeah, that limbo. Which is a weird. Totally. And people that are like, I mean, some people might be listening. It's like, I don't understand that. Like, normies probably don't understand that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't care if I lived or if I died. Preferred it, if you died, but in a way that you didn't have to take your own life. Correct. Yeah. I was trying because, to drink myself to death yeah. every single night, and I kept waking up. It was, it was like that. Yeah, I wrote in my letter, I don't know if there's a, a heaven, but I know there's a hell because I live it every day. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was my fear. If there is a heaven back then, then what happens if I do this? So how do I make myself expire without me expiring myself? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that was a horrible place to be in. And, and I realized how unmanageable my life was before I ever came close to quit drinking. Cause my, my whole goal was to, to figure out how to end it all. So I had a three month stretch of my plan being put into place mm-hmm. for that. 
And then two failed attempts. Well, not failed. Two attempts that God said, no, stupid. It ain't going to happen. I I need you for some work. Absolutely. (laughs) You've done enough drugs to kill a family of rhinoceroses, but you're good. You're not going to. I'm not taking you right now. Nope. It it was crazy. God said, look, you've done everything under the sun for, for 31 years. 31 out of the 39 years you've been alive, I could use you. To reach so many people. Yeah. So I'm going to keep you alive, stupid. Quit trying. It ain't going to work. <laughs> so <clears throat> your your first step one, you've probably done numerous step ones, correct? A ton of them. Won't ever quit. Okay. Um, have you ever had somebody just say, yeah, just admit you're powerless and your life's unmanageable and go to step two? Yes. And I didn't keep that sponsor for very long. Because my first one, we dove in pretty hardcore. Um, it was through AA and I read so much stuff out of the book and had to write so many things that when he told me this, I'm like, yeah, something's off. I guess you maybe had the same. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think, and I know we've talked about this before. I, I think my sponsor sponsors, how he was sponsored Yep, and so on and so forth. Right. And so, you know, somebody handed it down to somebody who handed it down to somebody who hands it down to us. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> I did have that sponsor that honestly, in one sitting, when I asked him to be my sponsor, we went from step one to step four in five minutes. Ooh. Yeah. And needless to say, I didn't stay sober. So <laughs> Shocker. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> I like the fact that we're going to talk about steps and here's why. Some people say you got to get through the steps as fast as possible the first time. Mm. Are you a believer or not a believer of that? Frankly, I've never even heard that. So I'm not a believer in that. I feel like if you're going to do it, you need to do it right. So my first time, uh, my first sponsor, he had seven or eight years sober, but he wasn't working a program. It was a guy I knew and, uh, you know, we played in bands together and, you know, he, I, I feel like, it was exactly what I needed when I first started, you know, because I wasn't planning on working a program at all. <laughs> like, there's no chance I'm working a program. I remember having that conversation with you. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, probably three or four months into my recovery, I was still an IOP. Um, I talked to our uh, Joe, and then I talked uh, to you, and I was like, I think I need to, I, need, I had plateaued in my recovery, you know, um, and so I needed something more. And then I called him because I knew he had some time, and he basically, he goes, okay, I want you to think of it like this. One, you were, you admitted you were powerless. Okay. You did that. You went into treatment, right? Uh, you came to believe a power greater than yourself. You did that. You gave yourself up. You surrendered. Right. And then three, you made a decision to turn your will and your life over to care. And we'll go through two and three in the future. But, um, I did. He said I did basically did all of those things by going into treatment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and we, we went over some things and it, it was, it was more of a, I would say it's more of like a holistic style of doing the steps. We went through them. Right. Um, but he, he, his job was, he even said, he goes, my job is to get you through the first year. You are already way past what I can even do for you. And that's when I found, I asked you about Jeff and, Mm -hmm. and I'm on my second sponsor now. And, um, we're doing things definitely a lot different. How many years does he have? Jeff? Uh, 20. It's like upper 20s, right? Over close yeah, to it's over 20. I want to say it's over 25. I'm pretty sure. Okay. That's what I thought. Just a little bit of time. 
<clears throat> just a smidge. Yeah. Just a smidge. Yeah. yeah. Um, he can legally drink. His his sobriety or his recovery is able to hold enough drink. to drink. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you feel about that? Get through the steps as fast as possible. So I, I think you should keep a steady pace. I don't think I, I, I don't want anybody so somebody I sponsor, I don't want him rushing through it. Right. And and missing something. So I want us to be thorough with it. I also don't want him to get to a step and then he takes two months to do a step four. Right. Or, you know, it just be like, well, I need to think about this one for a while. It's like, well, then how committed are you to this? Mm-hmm. That would be my question to you, to him. And it's not saying I don't want you to rush through this step, but at the same time, I want you to get through the steps. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't become stagnant. Right. You're constantly moving towards your end goal of getting through the steps as opposed to, uh, I did one, two, and three really quick. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, like, like I've been on step four for, you know, what, two, two and a half months or something like that. Yeah, you've been on too long. <clears throat> Wait, I, I haven't. I'm not on two and a half months, but. Uh, He's on four. Yeah. It's <laughs> months, not four six, steps. Six months. <laughs> no. Um, but I do know uh, one of our good friends on a step four and it took, it's taken him a long yeah. time, you know, and there it's just like, just pull the bandit off, you know? I feel like you're going to, you're going to talk, you're going to, more things are going to come up through your life of recovery to where it's like, are you really planning on getting everything out that first step four? pick some major stuff, talk about it, get it out and then move forward. You know, well, we keep doing it regardless. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, so there's no reason to get stuck on it. Two and a half years, three years. I've seen people stuck on them and they usually don't stay sober. Um, I'm surprised they, they lasted that two and a half years being sober but so I, I will say that the sponsor that i the sponsor that i take the way i do my steps from okay it was when we started it was i'm doing step one this week next week we're going to talk about step one and we're going to start step two and then the next week we're going to talk about step two and then we're going to start step three mm-hmm. and that's how quickly i went and got to four with literally in four weeks time mm-hmm. and to me that was good because you know what seven days is enough to get me through those steps he gave me homework to do i did the homework we talked about it we discussed it we processed it and we moved on yeah but he also laid the proper expectations up front correct yeah and it, there's people that say you need to have the steps all 12 steps done before you leave treatment and i think that's just i feel like that's asking oh, you can't do that that's, I, I get it you can't do it justice at least you can no. do it, but you can't do it justice. You you could do it, but, I mean, you're talking about doing more than a step a day, obviously, because you might be in treatment for 21 days to 28 days. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that'd be hurting it. So how does your sponsor work steps? Like, step one, what did that look like for you? So I had to, and I've talked about this before, but pen to paper on everything. Yes. Every single step, including step one. So he had me... Um, write down what the definitions were of powerless, unmanageable, and admitted. And then I had to list 10 areas of my life that were unmanageable and 10 things I was powerless over. And then I had to define what step one means to me. Not what the book tells me it is. Right. You know, not what the 12 and 12 tells me it is. I have to define what step one actually means to me. And I like throwing in what did that word, the the words that you have to look up for definitions. Mm Mm-hmm. So, and I'll talk about RCR steps, but I say, look up those words, give me the definitions. Then I want to know what they meant to you before recovery and now after recovery. Mm-hmm. And so they have to do that for each of the words. And I give them a buttload of words for <laughs> right. for each of the steps. I mean, 
yeah, we, we sponsor how we were sponsored, but I take all the good things from each of my sponsors and I pass that down. So I've been through four sponsors since I've been in recovery. And so it's, it's taken a lot of, a lot of stuff from a lot of people, a lot of people with a lot more wisdom than myself. Right. And now I pass that all along yep. and it's, it's fun, but I feel sorry for my sponsees. And I did now I really feel sorry for their sponsees. If this person had a couple of good sponsors in their life, that gave them assignments right. to do. Yeah. And I, I, I left this out, which is important. I was also in the book. So like, and the, the, the way we went through the book correlated with the way that we did the steps. Mm-hmm. So it was the doctor's opinion and Bill's story. And that's how it started on step one, you know? And then it's like, we broke down the next chapter and then the next chapter as we went through it. And I, to me, I think that's how it, that's how it's supposed to be. That's how I think it is. Right. But now what about, cause I know AA does the, uh, the manuals now or the, the books. Mm-hmm. Is that wrong or is that no. also a right way? No, I mean, I think that's the right way to do it, but it also, as you work through the book, it also works you like through the little workbook. It walks you through the big book. And I have the workbooks here. You could actually get them free on SAMHSA's website. Really? I think, I think SAMHSA had them, and I know another website does. I'll put it, I'll send them to you, Mike, to yeah. put in the show notes. Please do. To where they can order them for free. Yeah. Um, because I have every single one of my, actually a couple of different copies of each of them here mm-hmm. um, that I ordered from whatever website, and it was free. So nice. I love when we could get step study books for free. That is nice. Yeah. How hey. about you? Huh? How about you and working the steps? How does your sponsor have you work them? Uh, so we haven't gotten in depth um, yet. We've gone. So basically what we're doing is, you know, reading in the 12 and 12, um, explaining and writing down what it means to us. And then we just discuss it. Right. Um, and that is how it's been up to this point. And once we get through that, then we're going to go back and dive deeper into one through 12. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. So it's more of, okay, let's get an understanding first. And then we'll go back in and really, you know, put pen to paper and and really go through it. I love those workbooks, too, because it's like somebody took time to go in there and give you an outline of, like, what is almost expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm good with writing points, but, like, if you tell me just to, like, read something and write a whatever it is, it's it's a little bit harder, you know? But if I have a guide, that's a lot, it's easier. Right. I like, um, go ahead, Shane. No, 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 go. Oh, <clears throat> so Joe and Charlie tapes. Yep. The Joe and Charlie tapes. Those guys break that, they break that book down, the big book, and then the steps in layman's terms to where anybody can understand that. One of the first meetings I ever went to was a Joe and Charlie meeting. And so we would listen to the tapes and then we would discuss it. And sometimes it would go be a 30 minute meeting and sometimes it would be a two hour meeting because yeah. that section they talked a long time on, you know? Right. And I really, really enjoyed that. So if anybody's interested in that, you can YouTube them. They're you know, the Joe and Charlie tapes, but they're definitely worth listening to. Yeah. And see, and I like the books. Um, all of ours are done out of these books. Now the thing is, is this isn't where the steps start and stop. You know, um, I still hand out assignments. I came from the secular world and that's what we did. Um, we always had assignments, but each of our steps have two lessons to them. So denial and powerless is step one. Um, you'll go through, you answer the questions. One of them has like 10, uh, nine questions. One of them has six questions. So it all depends on what it is. But it really helps you to think through those things. Um, plus ours, you have to hop in the Bible. Um, so instead of the big book, we have the real big book. The original. 
Yeah. So <laughs> the biggest book, the biggest best book there is, right? It has all right. the right answers in it. Yeah, not the ones we really want to hear, but it has the right answers in it. Um, and so ours just goes into the Bible. So you go to the Bible, you look up different things, and you come back to your to your step work. So um, I love having just, I, I guess, an outline, if you yeah. want to call it that. But I love questions and answers. Um, you just get it right down and and sit there and write. But everything for us is pen to paper as well. Um, people try to type it, not acceptable. Sorry, I don't accept typing. Um, now, if you if you can't write, I get it. Um, we we all know somebody that has a hard time writing with a pen. Well, yeah. I, I I could accept that. Mm -hmm. It was but hard it, for you to accept that. Oh, <laughs> well, this isn't gonna well, work. <laughs> yeah, I I'm think like, that's probably like, what he said. Well, I don't know if this is gonna work. I did, but until I found out why. Right. <laughs> Give me the why up front. Don't just tell me you don't write. Mm -hmm. if you don't write, then I don't help. Yeah. You got to find somebody <laughs> else. Write, that's too bad. Yeah. If you don't write, I'm sorry, man. You, you know I'm who the, you are out there, by the way. Love you. I'm the wrong person for you. And then he's like, he he goes through the things. I'm like, oh, well, that kind of makes sense. Lead with that, Lead next, with that time. next time. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, help me understand why you don't write. Oh. I can't hold a pen. Wow, that makes sense. <laughs> How about your teeth? <laughs> your feet work? I mean, I'm a jerk, but I don't think I'm that big of a jerk. Well, I mean, can we can we plug our, our sponsor one more time, Tactile Turn? What was that? I mean, we're talking about writing. Yeah, we are. TactileTurn.com. Yes, and here's that's, here's that pencil. Oh, that's this. It is pretty. That is this is Zerk. a beautiful Zerk pencil. Um, now, this one don't say Awake and Sober. This one actually says Reclaiming Hope because I wanted to... Just get a Reclaiming Hope pencil. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, Zerk pen, Zerk pencil. Some of the finest materials well, ever. Well, when didn't you get that Zerk pen? I've had a Zerk pen. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I traded for that online. Okay. So, no, this wasn't from them. I was going to say, we're going to go fisticuffs. <laughs> if, I, if I have two Zerks and nobody else has a Zerk. We're wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much you want for that pencil, old man? <laughs> yeah. That pencil's going nowhere. Yeah, right, right. As a matter so, of fact, I think I've written with that more than I have anything else recently. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, yes, tactileturn.com. Like we said in the opening, go on there, uh, enter Sober15, and you can get 15% off your, your order. Yeah, I'm, I'm really hoping to have some nitros laying around because I forgot to order one for my wife, and I don't think she's too thrilled with me. Yeah, I didn't get one either. So if he's got a few, um, they're checking for me today. He's in Mexico. Of course, he's somewhere again, um, enjoying the travels. Mm -hmm. He was in Europe the first time when he answered and said, yeah, I'll, I'll sponsor the show. Um, now he's down in Mexico. And uh, so he's like, I can't really look for a nitro for you right now. I'm like, <laughs> well, just go enjoy the beautiful weather on the beaches then, buddy. And yeah. I'll reach out to Mexico. Kevin. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because if I get the wife a nitro, she'll be happy. Yeah. 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 And you said uh, Reclaiming Hope. That is where you offer... Oh, man, we offer everything, but counseling services, we have meetings. We're training right now for the launch of our Celebrate Recovery. I need to go meet with some people from AA to see if there's any displaced groups that need a home. Um, I hear that there might be some homeless groups coming up. Mm -hmm. And then we want to have CODA, AA, NA, the Celebrate Recovery, um, Alateen, you name it. We want to have something for the entire family. So Whatever your flavor is, I dig it. Anger management classes I have started already. Um got a few people in there because you know they're going to court right now and they need some anger management classes so Get it. <laughs> you name it anything that you might need we have we have available for you so it's a blast um the building's coming along good we are hanging drywall anybody out there local 
uh, to the St. Louis area that wants to come and help hang drywall at 8 o'clock Saturday morning, let's hang. Where at? Uh, 8674-8674 Orf Road, Lake St. Louis, Missouri, 63367. Hmm. 8674. Yeah, 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm not a morning person. No, he's not, folks. But to get this drywall up and done, I will get up at 5 o'clock in the morning <laughs> if need be. Yeah. I don't know what that tells you. If you know me, that, that should say a lot. Yeah. I'll get up at yeah, 5 o'clock in the morning and get this done. That's why you liked pheasant hunting so much, because it doesn't start till 10 a.m. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Season doesn't start till 10 a.m. Yeah. It's like, this is the best hunting Which, ever. Uh, what's the plan for this year? I know, we got to go this year. We'll go. Um, Langland will be here. Keith, if you're watching, pheasant hunting this year. Jeremy's not going to buy gonna another house. I'm not going to across the highway either anymore. <laughs> I was excited. <laughs> not only did he shoot across the highway, he missed the first bird three feet from It doesn't from him. matter anyway, so let's talk about step one. <laughs> um, Back to what we were talking about. Yeah. So a we program. Mm -hmm. And why is that important? doesn't say I, I admitted I was powerless over Well, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol and our lives mm -hmm. were manageable. So what does it mean to you when it says we, it's a we program? So when I was in treatment, um, uh, Josh, remember uh, Josh H? Yeah. So got really close with him and he he brought it up. He's like, you know, it's it says the first word is we. So right off the bat, there's a sense of community. It's not I, it's we. And then I also love that he said... Uh, it's in past tense and it's, we were powerless, right? So if you do this, these things, you don't have to be powerless as you were. So I love that. We, to me, uh, when we are alone, we are easily tempted. When we are together, we're strong. I don't know if you've ever seen Planet of the Apes, but apes together strong. It gets the sticks, you know, well, somebody out there is going to get it, okay. but together we 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 are more powerful than we are alone and i think that that's like one of the the key things and we were talking before the show and like does any any step start with i no step starts with the letter i or the word i or however you want to look at that Nothing. none of them how many of the steps would start with the word we go through them real quick you're saying them in your head <laughs> 11 okay. to the 12. Start with we. What, 11? What, 11? So I, as I'm sitting there going through them right now, we admitted, we came to believe, we made a decision, we made a searching and moral inventory, we admitted to God, we were entirely ready. We humbly asked him to remove. We made a list of all persons. We made direct amends. We continue to take a personal inventory. We sought through prayer and meditation. And then having had a spiritual experience as the result of these steps, we try to carry this message. So 11 start with it. 12 mentions them. Yes. I love it. All 12 mention we, none of them mention I. Right. You know, it's funny. I've never even paid attention to that. I mean, I've heard it's a we program, all that other stuff. Yeah. I've literally just never paid attention to that. I, so at Celebrate Recovery, we teach on one every other every other week. So you get a chance to talk about things like that. How, why is it a we program? Because it, it tells us. So at the very beginning, none of the steps start with I, they all start with we, except for the 12th. And then it finally says we anyway, mm -hmm. we, we. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I mean, kind of circling this around too, Mike, you said there's a sense of community and we, and it's not, it's not alone. And it tells us, you know, 
wherever two or more are gathered there, there I am in the midst of them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what Jesus tells us. So it's the same thing. I mean, we, we were meant to be communal beings. hundred percent. We all the way back in human history, we were in tribes. The lone man was probably going to die. That's why we, people started forming packs. Well, it was before then. Cause when, when God created Adam, he's like, I need somebody for you. You're, exactly. You're kind of lonely. We were exactly. We were, it's from creation. It's we've never been alone. We're not meant to be alone. We are social creatures, and that is one of the biggest things that I teach when we're, when I'm doing groups at uh, at the facility. It's like we were we were alone for so long that once we start a program, no matter what the program is, you don't have to be alone again ever, as long as you work the tenets of the program. You know what I mean? So. I, that was something that attracted me when I was, I made the, the decision to start a pro, an AA program was it's, it's, we, we are in this together. You know, my higher power was at the beginning was, you know, the people in the rooms because it was something bigger than myself and that it has since <coughs> transformed and it always evolves. Right. But that was the biggest thing. And the biggest uh, tenant that I took was I don't have to be alone anymore. And that was so powerful. So the only thing I could think of, when he said that about the apes earlier, what did you think of? I honestly... Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 12. Two are better than one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. But then at the end, um, it says, uh, where are you going? A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. broken. Yeah, so... Exactly. That's the only thing I could think of whenever he was mentioning the Planet of the Apes thing, and then you came back to the the three, whatever you said about them. Tribes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Everything comes from biblical references. Mm -hmm. Anything good, I guess. I was going to say something, but you were talking, and I was really into it. And Ecclesiastes messed it up. Don't you just hate it? Damn scripture. Yeah, it'll come back. You were talking about... Oh, the program. Mm -hmm. It's not my program. It's not Mike's program. It's not Shane's program. It is the program. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, could you say it's the same thing with Celebrate Recovery? It is the program. It is God's program. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say about it. It's God's program. It's not Shane's. It's not Christina's. Um, We're in there training people right now. And it's like, hey, look, I'm not even going to be the ministry leader at this place. Sorry, sorry, guys. I hate to tell you that. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, one of you sitting at this table is going to be the ministry leader, or actually two of you, a man and a woman, and all these other positions, you guys are going to fill them. I'm just training you guys in God's program and how to lead it. So that's it. Yeah, God's program. And I would say the same thing about AA. It is God's program because Dr. Bob and Bill W., godly men, and founded on Scripture— so they just, they were smart enough to take it out back then. They, God gave them such wisdom. It's incredible. It's kind of crazy how, <laughs> how smart that guy was. God's wisdom. I mean, here's a guy who couldn't, I mean, barely had two pennies to rub together at one point. And he's written a book that's helped millions of men and women. And it's not like it's changed. It's kind of like the Bible. It's, it's one of those things that's been left... It, Left undone, you know, I mean, why change something that, that, you know, it had to be of God 
with the way it's lasted and how many lives it's impacted. Mm-hmm. It's just incredible for me to think back then, someone that was so bad in his alcoholism can throw together something like, help put together that book. And I've also heard people argue, people that are anti-AA, um, because if you look at the history of when he was, excuse me, when he was writing the book, he was on some psychedelics, right, at, at the time. But that was medicine back then. They put cocaine in Coke for crying out loud. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they thought, I mean, in a few years later, they thought smoking was good for you. Mm-hmm. So that was the times. Kind of like now where they say marijuana is okay for you, but yet it's causing schizophrenia. Oh, um, no, it's so, not. No big deal. What? Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear that? Frank? Sorry. Is that you? <laughs> Sorry. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Schnauzberries <laughs> taste like schnauzberries. But think about the wisdom that guy had to have. And it, it had to be of God. Yeah. And for them to be wise enough to say, hey, let's gonna, we're going to take God out. We're going to say the God of your understanding. Mm-hmm. Because we need to reach the masses. We can't just reach this small audience here. We, we want to be able to, to reach the world. Mm-hmm. And they did. They wanted a broader understanding of it. And that's, the, I, I love that too. You know, it's not, when I, when I first started and, and, you know, like I said, my higher power has evolved and it's always transitioning and it is moving further, closer to Jesus Christ and, and, you know, God, um, when, when I, it was, you know, it's not what you want me to believe in as, as your God, this is my God. You know what I'm saying? It's how I understand God. Yeah. So that it, and it comes back to you know it's not your program it's the program mm-hmm. i i if if i work this program to the best of my ability with a with a god of my understanding i think i'm going to be okay i always say this across at all the rooms there's 25 up to 45 people in this room there's going to be 45 different sets of recovery that you're going to do whatever works for you and the same thing as a program whatever god you understand use it hold on to it and it doesn't have to be like that forever. No, I wish it was just one God. Well, naturally, yeah. but you know, who cares? And we've talked about it. I mean, think about it, especially at the beginning, how often we talked about, or at least I would say, it, I don't care what it, what your God is, mm-hmm. what you believe in right now. Just believe in something greater than you, please. Yeah, it exactly. has to be greater and bigger than you, because if you're it, this whole world's in trouble. Self will alone won't keep you sober. No. And if you're your own God, you're definitely not staying sober. No. I think most of us tried that before we got into recovery. Um, I did that at the beginning of my recovery. I remember writing it in my notebook and telling my first sponsor that, and he just laughed. He's like, okay, this is your attic brain talking. (laughs) I said, you know, I'm supposed to give it up to this higher power and whatnot. I'm like, no, screw that. I am my own God. I'm doing the work, you know? That's where that ego is. He said, that. I give it to myself. Yeah, I, I give it to myself. It's like, I'm doing the work, when in reality, it's like, no. God is giving me the tools to do the work. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's giving me that opportunity to do the work. So I that, and as soon as he laughed, I was like, oh, that was wrong. <laughs> so your first, first step, what was it like? My first one? Yeah. I, I told you how it was. 
Okay, so how about your first one that you actually put some thought and okay, effort well, let into? Okay, let me take that. I'll, <clears throat> let me back up. The first time I ever worked a, a, a first uh, step one was when I was in treatment. Um, <clears throat> the only other time I was in inpatient treatment. And I did steps one and two while I was there. Um, and so uh, I felt good. When, when I came out of treatment that first time, I had this false sense of security and I had the, some of the therapists there were telling me, and I'll never forget this, that I was going to be that one. Like Ooh. you're going to be that one that stays sober. Mm. You can just tell no pressure, you know, because here I am coming to group every night. You know, I, I, I dove back in, you know, with two feet into spirituality and my faith and the Bible. And I was reading a Bible verse at every single evening meeting to everybody. I was, I was that guy. And then I get out and life got hard and reality smoked me in the face. And so, you know, I, I did another step one. And then the next step one with that sponsor was, like I said, one through three and five minutes done. And that didn't work for me. So then when you finally dove in. When I finally dove in, <clears throat> I'll tell you, I dove in about two months before I ended up in treatment when I was suicidal. So October 21st of 21, I had done steps one through three and I clearly didn't do them correctly. Um, maybe let me take that back. I did it correctly. I didn't apply it correctly. So you didn't work a daily yeah. first, second, third Correct. Step. Yeah. And I'll never forget. My sponsor said <clears throat> at the time, he's like, there's only one step you have to do perfect every single day. Every single day. You have to admit that you're powerless over your addiction and your life is unmanageable. He goes, you cannot afford to get that for one minute. Nope. And that stuck with me. And so... As you know, when I went to treatment, I stayed for a while, and I made sure that I completed my fifth step before I left. 98 days? 98 days. For some reason, I just listened to that earlier today when I was editing. 98 days. 98 days. It popped up. <clears throat> yeah. I, you know, running or managing the house, the sober living house where I stayed, so where I, I got sober, I guess I would say, found my faith, found my path. You know, I've got 14 guys in there now, and it, I selfishly want them to work the program the way I did. I want them. I'm like, you guys are here for, I mean, I've got a guy who's going to be there for 365 days. Now, he is killing it on the steps. He's doing very well. But then I've got other guys that are going to be there for six months, and it's like, okay, what step are you on with your sponsor? Well, I'm thinking about getting a different sponsor. Well, don't waste your time here. That's what I want. I, I want to snow globe them, like Shane yes. says. <laughs> yes. It returns. It's like, come on. I mean, I, I, I can tell they have the desire, because everybody I have there now has the desire and the want to stay sober. The want has to outweigh the need. They want it. And some of us, some of them want it more than, than others. And I guess that it, it kind of, I had to take a step back and accept that they are who they are and I can't force them to do anything. And they are where they are. Correct. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad they're there. Yeah. 
Because while they're there, you still have a chance. Correct. And they still have a chance. What was it like for you when you finally dove into step one? Um, the first time I, so the first time I did my steps, it went really, really quick. And it's been an, it's been an, I, I admit it every single day. You know what I mean? It's like a living step to where it's at all times. And I, and I put it in terms of, you know, the treatment setting. It's like a relapse is always possible. I'm always powerless over alcohol or substances. One is one too many and a thousand is never enough. I know exactly what's going to happen if I try and take that power back. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. One's going to turn into five, 10, 20, 30, and I'm going to be at the end of a barrel probably by the end of the day. You know what I mean? So it, it is it is a constant reminder, and I tell myself all this time, all the time, you know, I, I do admit it. I have to every single day. Luckily, I'm, I'm, te- I'm like, I'm not forcing AA, but I use a lot of the AA literature in my teachings and whatnot. Good. Because it helps. I got that inner forgetter. You know what I mean? So the more I talk about it, the more it's real and it's, it's feasible. And it, I can, I can, you know, I can not taste it, but touch it. And you can almost taste sense? it with some of the way that people come in there anyway. Oh dude. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's no, that's no kidding. <laughs> So, and I, and I honestly, right now I'm looking forward to, you know, getting through what I'm doing now and then diving even deeper into step one. Right. So that's, I'm not looking ahead, but I'm excited for the, for the future. So. Yeah. I would say it was a pretty humbling experience once I finally did it the right way. Yeah. Um, knowing that I'll never have that power over something. Oh, it's so true. Yeah. It's humbling because. As men, we're taught we had the power over everything. Yeah. Except for that, really, we, we find out we don't really have power over much except for the way we respond or react. Yep. My words, my actions. Yeah. Whether we respond or react to something, that's what we have power over. That's it. But once we put something in our body, yeah. And what I realized is that part of my life was unmanageable. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. So, just a wee bit. That, 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 that sense of control was really, really unmanageable. Yeah, I love step one. Realize I'm not God. I'm not God. And then two is there is a God. And then yeah. three is I need God. And I love that you said that earlier because um, it's, it's just so true, you know. One, two, three, you can get through. You, honestly, I feel like you can get through one, two, and three really quickly. Um, you, you need to I do would it say you thoroughly. can, but yeah. the third step is where people get, to me, get hung up. Very much so, it's yeah. It's easy for them to admit that they're not God, not easy, but it, it's easier for them to admit there's, uh, that they aren't God. They're, it's sometimes easy for them to admit that there is a God, mm-hmm. but that they need God. That's like to point. truly accept God for who God is, that's where, to me, we lose a lot of people. I think, this is just my observation, and it it might be different for you guys, the people that have the hardest time with the God thing are people who were raised in religion. Yes. Wholeheartedly. Because your concept is... Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, because a lot of times in the treatment setting, the these people are coming in with some trauma in their life. Yep. And so, you know, maybe they were raised by a father who molested them, but also went to church every Sunday. Yep. 
and they associate, well, why would God do that to me? Why would God allow my dad to, to, to do this to me during the week? But on Sunday, act like he was God's gift to the congregation. Right. You know? And he was usually one of the biggest givers. He mm-hmm. served more than anybody. He was yeah. one of the 20%. Yep. That, <laughs> that give. Yeah. That give and serve. And serve. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's, it's rough. So that, and that's what I said. A lot of times it comes from a church wound and that church wound can be your own family or like Christina. A church wound could come from one of the pastors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's sad to know, but there's a difference between religion and relationship. And yeah. we have a relationship with Jesus, not a religion with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's such a huge difference in that. Um, but there's some of the ones that have the best relationship with Jesus are the ones that have already been sent to hell. We've already been through hell, been to hell, been to hell, and then Jesus came and got us. Religions for people who don't want to go to hell and... Spiritualities for people who've been to hell and don't want to go back. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Second, third, and tenth. That one. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm I'm in all day for that. Yeah. I mean, I was never raised in a church. I mean, we went to church, I guess, for funerals every once in a while, and sometimes a wedding. If someone switched, like my uncle, over to Catholic, and then you're up, down, up, down, up, down, mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, wasn't for me. Um, but there's a difference, yeah, between a relationship with Jesus and religion. I'm not a big fan of religion. Now, I, we talked about it before. There are some things with the religion that make sense to me, baptism and communion and different things that that we wouldn't have if not for religion. But the relationship is what we, we should be Christ followers. That's mm-hmm. what Christians are, Christ followers, mm-hmm. not rule followers. Yeah, that was one thing I never I never had was a relationship with Christ or God. You know, it was so regimented. My entire youth growing up, you know, Catholic school, K through 12, right? Go to church this day, do this. You know, I know all, I, I know all the homilies, you know, by, by heart now, but, but I don't do anything with them. You know, it's just, it's just kind of, it's there. Right. And then, you know, trauma, tragedies. I was the same. I was so angry at God, you know, and sometimes I still am. Um, but you know what? He loves it. And that's so true, you know? It's, it's not my place to, you know, to, it's not my place to put that much, um, I don't know. I feel like it's like a, a control thing, you know? That he should control the people that did that to you? Yeah. Yeah. But then the problem is there goes free will. There goes free will. Yep. And I have to remind myself, God gave us free will. It is our choice to, he beset it upon us. What we do with it is up is, to us. Is up to us. You know, I look at mine, Mark, that you said that, you know, the, the trauma that happened to me, I'm sitting here thinking about it. I think I leaned so much into God at a young age because I, I, I was I was selfishly hoping that he would take the memory of that trauma away from me. Yeah. But the thing is, is I actually never gave it over to him. Not only that, but would you be as effective as in what you do now if he would have taken that trauma away from you for you to forget it. No. Yeah. There you have it. I, I know it's hard to see for some of us because trust me, I, I would rather, I think every man sitting on one of these couches right now would prefer the same thing, but would we be as effective at what we do if God would have did that? Would he be able to use it today for his glory? Because I don't know how often you've shared it, but every time I share my testimony, one that, 15 guys come up and say, I needed that today. Mm-hmm. I needed to know that it's okay to yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. 
we we reach more people with it and it sucks for us but he was he has given us the strength to get through it he he has given us the wisdom to understand that he's been with us the entire time that that his grace has always been there for us that when we didn't need to think about it we didn't think about it when it would have been probably the end for us we never thought about those things that happened to us but then when we when we could get through it, when we would rely on him, he allowed us to see that. I had a sponsee text me. He was at a meeting the other day, and he goes, how can people say they're thankful to be alcoholics or grateful? He's like, I hear guys talk about how they're grateful for all the stuff that they've been through. He used a different word for stuff. Yep. Yeah. But he's like, how can they, they be grateful for all this stuff that happened, all the trauma that happened, all the, the loss, the relationships, the divorce, the death, how can you sit there and say, I'm grateful that I'm sitting here today? I love that question. Yeah. I love that. And I was like, oh, you just opened up Pandora's box. <laughs> <laughs> you open that door, I'm it's, walking it's, in. It's funny you sit, ask that question. Uh, how long do you got? Yeah. You know? I was like, man, I can't text all this. It's like, would you... And a short answer is, would you be who you are without all of that? You know? Yeah. Like, I, I, anytime I say that, too, they're like, why? I'm like, because it, 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 it doesn't define the kind of person I am, all the things that happened to me. But there's so many lessons in what happened to me about overcoming and, you know, giving up to God and, and being the person I am today. I wouldn't be the person I am without the, the trauma, the loss, the everything, you know? And he came back because when I challenged him on it, he goes, well, I just wish I wish I was the person that I'm becoming now back then. No kidding. Without, yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> I do, too. Thank you. Yeah, wow. exactly. <laughs> Consider it pure. Ooh, get out of the way there, buddy. Consider it pure joy, brothers yeah. and sisters, when you face trials. Man. Yeah. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. A perseverance finishes its work so that you may... Be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Mm. How can you not be grateful for it? We lived through it. Now we get to help others. It's just what it's about. That, that it, is, it is giving back. It is passing on that whatever wisdom you might have found in, in the darkness. You could call it the 12th step and I'll call it discipleship. There it is. Same thing. Absolutely. That's why Celebrate Recovery to me um, inside of a church, right? Celebrate Recovery, churches pay thousands upon thousands of dollars every year for leadership and discipleship tools. Thousands and thousands of dollars to get all these different programs. But yet there's one out there for free that produces both leaders and discipleship automatically. AA does it. Celebrate Recovery does it. NA does it. HA does it. Elemental P does it. All the programs do it. Sorry, man, there's too many of them out oh, there. I know. Right, right, right. Um, but every single one of them, it's a discipleship factory. It is a leadership factory. It just, it's natural course of action is both those things. We've talked about this um, verse many times. It's, <coughs> it's, it's tattooed on my arm, but 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. And Shane, you said something to me one time. You're like, what does the word endure mean? 
You asked me that. Did I ask you what endure means? Yes, I did, didn't I? Yes, you did. We talked about that. Did you just look it up? No, I haven't. Because I'll go to it. And when I when I bring that up to guys, because what do you think of when you think endure? Immediately off the top, I think of resilience and weathering the storm. Mm-hmm. Surviving. Suffer something painful or difficult patiently. Suffer patiently. Remain in existence last. See, and I dig it. Yeah. So it, means it's, it means you're going to, it's not, hey, there, there might be a chance that you might suffer. It's no, you're, you're going to. You're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jesus already tells us that. Yeah. It's not if, it's when. Yeah. But I love, re- read what it said last though. Not just that patiently part, but. Remain in existence. Yeah. Last. Remain in existence last. At that's the end, you're brutal. still one standing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty brutal word. Yeah. I it mean, doesn't it, sound like a brutal word. No. no. Endure it. It sounds like, yeah. yeah, okay, I'll endure it. It's no big deal. <laughs> Thanks. Will you bring me a jalapeno peanut butter hot dog while I endure I'll this? I'll get through it. I'll, I'll get through it. It's like, uh, you know, it's it's drawing that line in the sand, you know, mm-hmm. and, and digging your feet in and saying, you might weathering the storm, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you might push me over. You might knock me down. But I know where my two feet are planted. And I'm going to get back up, mm. you know. I have one here, Psalm 62, 11 through 12 says, and it talks about powerlessness. One thing has spoken, two things I have heard. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. Mm. David is testifying that he heard God speak through the world and the word, generally and specifically. General revelation is when God speaks through nature and conscience. So we'll go Romans seven eighteen. For step one, for the celebrate recovery side, for I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is in my sinful nature, for I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. The good old Apostle Paul. That that I want to do, I can't do. Oh, yeah. Just go <laughs> that, through that, that whole I do big do. long list. But what I do do. <laughs> huh? I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, so, look, man, what a fun episode. This was good. Yeah, I like this. A lot of just. I'm glad to be back. It's good to be back. So good to have you back. Hey, you know what? We didn't ever just say hi to Derek either. Oh, hey, Derek. Derek's at home with his sciatic nerve. I I know what it's like. Big baby. Big baby. I even brought him a cushion down. Yeah, I'm sitting on it. Oh, are you? Yeah. (laughs) It's a nice cushion. (laughs) Hey, man. I think that one's the purple. Derek, you're missing out, my friend. I'm not mistaken. No, this is the black one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the inside? Yeah. 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 I think that's the purple it ain't bad. version. It's not too bad at all. Yeah, I, I might not be able to get up, but we'll see. <laughs> what, <laughs> what do you got in clothes there, Mr. Seat Cushion? Uh, going back to that weed program, um, I felt so alone before I started working a, a program. And when I finally decided to, I, I focused in on the Wii and... I always say to everybody else, it's, I was alone, but in this program, in recovery, I never have to be alone again if I don't want to be. And I hope that everybody takes that to heart because you might feel alone, but you are not. Reach out. What do you got, Big J? Yeah. Don't, 
if you're afraid to do this, just know that somebody else has already done it before you. And it can be done. It's not going to be easy, absolutely not, but it's going to be worth it. Can't climb the mountain alone. If you don't climb the mountain, you can't see the view. Love it. If you don't climb the mountain, you can't see the view. I think you have that on your wall. I do. You do? Yeah. I was sorry that I got it messed <laughs> up. If you don't climb the mountain, you can't see the view. And I get to do this. I'm very excited about that. I looked at that today. I was getting a little, I was getting a little perturbed that I looked up there and I was like, you son of a... Mm. It's such a good and that's why I get it reminder. <laughs> I think I need it in my office too. Yeah, we probably need to get some of those made for us. Like have somebody make some really good ones. Yeah. But I was happy when that one was gifted to me. So I figured it, I had to gift it to somebody else. Yeah. Um, so especially since I don't have an office at the moment. I mean, my house is my office. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, let me leave you Matthew 5 3. Happy are those who know they are spiritually poor. There's a there's a way back. Yeah, that's our, we do steps and principles, and so all of our principles come from the Beatitudes, mm-hmm. um, which is, I mean, just beautifully written when you have to put them in context of recovery. But, I mean, the whole Bible, 90% of the Bible's recovery, 10% of it is us screwing it up, just like our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, if, we, if we will follow and admit that we are spiritually poor, man, God wants to do some amazing work in and through us. So... I'm happy to see you here reading scripture. What did you think? I told you while you were gone, he picked up the scripture land for us. I know. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice seeing him open up. Progress, yeah. not And perfection. he went to church. <clears throat> yes. Went to my church when I wasn't there. Ooh, I I now it's my church. It's not my program, but it is <laughs> yeah, my church. it's my church. Mm. <laughs> I heard that one. <laughs> yeah, they said they've been missing you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, you they guys look. Say that. <laughs> if you're not steppers, dive into it. You will become steppers. There's nothing greater than working nothing the steps. Yeah, absolutely. As someone who wasn't a stepper, best decision I ever made, hands down. It will change your life if you will allow it to. So, hey, have a good week. God bless you guys, and we will see you soon. Like, share, subscribe. I thought you were going to say something else. Oh, I am going to say something. Like, share, subscribe. We are on all podcast platforms. And. We want to say thank you again to Tactile Turn. Yes. Go to tactileturn.com, enter in Sober15. You will get 15% off your purchase, and we will see you next week. See ya. Peace.